Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sportsbook from the guys that actually work behind it with your hosts, Alan Berg, Dave Sharapan, and Matoy Pearson. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for episode 95 of Cash Considerations. It's going to be a bull season part two, December 26th through January 1st. And uh, not the trio, we have our main man, Matt Lindemann, the Lindy, the Lindy train. <laughs> However you want to say Lindy it. Lindy got four. There we go. Boom. Got any more, anybody? <laughs> Big Dave, you got one? If we could. No, if we could just drop applause, <laughs> I would just drop applause right oh, now. That's the applause. Oh, applause. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not happening. But hey, welcome to the show, my man. It's been too long. No, yeah, yeah, it's been way too long. I, I don't think I've been on this year, so it's good to uh, hopefully knock out, what do we got, 25 bowl games here? Yeah, that's about right. Uh, it, it does destroy our monthly budget, but uh, we have Mo doing some things trying to increase that. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's probably getting worse. <laughs> he's a working stiff now we got i mean it's hard to get him a uh, booked for the show yep, very true yep no um <laughs> working stiff oh, man. Dude. all right let's get to show. what are we what are we talking about first all right beautiful i love it right to right to business which is what i want to do as well all right we're starting as i said december 26th the serve pro first responder bowl aka the heart of dallas bowl it once was called at Cotton Bowl Stadium, we got Boston College and Boise State. Boise State favored by three, even money on the juice here at Caesars. Uh, total 55 and a half. One little note, MVP Case Keenum of 2012, 532 passing yards. Uh, Houston beats Penn State 30 to 14. Just for you, Big Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Not bad. Where All did right. that come from? Oh, it's my little fact finders, you know. I find all these <laughs> these facts that are uh, good for Man. nobody. Show oh. research. We do show research here, Maddie. <laughs> all right, anybody lead it off. All Mo, right, Mo. You're for, Mo, Mo's yeah. first. Oh, oh man. Uh, well, usually I guess around this time, so I'll do I'll do more <laughs> of that here to begin with. But um, uh, both teams are pretty good, especially uh, in bowls. Uh, Boise State. Um, more or less with Brian Harson at, at the helm coaching. Um, but hard to really tell, like, who should be um, a favorite. Boise State, they're both coming off losses uh, in their last game. Uh, Boston College to Syracuse didn't look too uh, too pretty in that game. And, obviously, Boise State loses in their revenge tour game to a team that was also on their revenge tour at Fresno State, and that was for the Mountain <laughs> West champ. Um, so, off the rip, I just – Boston College is still going to be standing up to play in a game like this. And, uh, you know, it's just hard to bet against Boise State at all in any bowl games, really, um, in the last few years. But um, I think taking the points here should be a little bit, uh, a little good in my in my favor. I, I would probably just go with Boston College and just the fact that I don't know what I'm really talking about as of right now. <laughs> Jump in there, Matthew. Man, all right. So I promise I'm not going to be this long-winded on every game, but I love this game. It's kind of why I wanted to get rolling because I knew we were going to talk about this game first. But <laughs> um, I'm I'm trying to not tout it too hard. I'm kind of failing, but I'm trying to not tout it too hard so I don't screw it up. But I really like BC in this game. Um, just looking at it, you know, I think BC they kind of struggled down the stretch. They ended up losing to Clemson when the quarterback got hurt. 
Then the next week they went to Florida State, blew that, and then they pretty much just didn't even show up in the finale against Syracuse. So they played really poorly down the stretch, uh, kind of banged up. Their court, or stud running back, A.J. Dillon, didn't really play all that well. And then, you know, looking at Boise, played four of the last five at home, played that last game against Fresno at home, blew that. So I don't really know how interested they are going into this game. They're flying east. I think I read this is the first time since 2004 that they're flying to the central or eastern time zone for a bowl game. So I don't really think they're going to show up day after Christmas, you know, early game, stuff like that. So I think BC is going to be ready to roll. And uh, it's one of my big ones. So, yeah, I took uh, three and a half when it came out. And I'd probably still play it now at three or two and a half. Wow. Bang. Adazio. That's strong. I don't even know how to follow right, yeah, that. I promise I won't talk that long every time. But. No, that was good. That was that was that was really uh, very detailed yet to the point. Um, I'm with you. I, I when we made the line for this game, I thought it was closer to pick because no home field advantage. No, I can't figure out why Boise. You know, other than just the program continuing in tradition, really their motivation. Although this motivation thing is a hard thing to handicap. And you, you summed it up perfectly. BC looked like trash down the stretch. And it seems like the public's siding with BC or with uh, Boise. So I, I think I kind of make it a triumvirate here. And, and I like BC as well. All right. And one more thing I want to say. Most of Boise's wins in like the last decade in these bowl games have come against Pac-12 teams. So I think now you're, you're playing BC in a game where nobody's going to be there against an ACC team. I just like – I don't know if that angle that Boise has against the – power five teams i just don't know if that's there so i don't know i'm pretty excited about this but uh all right let's let's move on so live on the money line boys live <laughs> on the money line. Bad. sorry so the quick good. lane the quick lane bowl formerly the little caesar's pizza bowl the name changes are incredible um minnesota <laughs> and georgia tech georgia tech minus five and a half total is 57 i got no fun notes here move along ironically oh. this is called the quick lane bowl there's going to be nothing quick about this, right? <laughs> like, really, this is going to be – I mean, you know, Georgia Tech's going to run the ball. Um, it's the coach's last game. The guy's going out. I can't see it going any other way than Georgia Tech. I, I, I don't think Minnesota's very good. Um, and I just think that, you know, preparing for the, for the option, having not seen it all season – I don't know. I, I thought the line's a little light. I thought Georgia Tech would be seven-point favorite. So, less than seven, I kind of like uh, G-Tech. Yeah, no, I uh, I think uh, Minnesota had some players that uh, that were suspended. And uh, what did it open? Like, I think two and a half to three. And then mm. it, it kind of climbed up to five and a half now. So, um, more or less, some of that probably got put into it as well. But, yeah, I mean, um, you know, P.J. Fleck left Western Michigan uh, to, you know, come up with an opportunity like this to get into a bowl, and this will be his first bowl game in his tenure. So, for me, I think they'll, they're will they going to be just as motivated as any team uh, limping in. They've won the, the last three of six to get in and blew Wisconsin out to get to here. Um, and then Georgia Tech loses to Georgia in uh, emphatic fashion, obviously. But No shame in um, that, though. No, definitely not. Definitely not. I, um, you know, it's – just hard for me i mean obviously the line's already moved and i like georgia tech already uh, i think they're going to be on turf there uh, and they're going to be running and gunning all game and you know they look great they're going to be doing it for paul johnson um for me i think minnesota probably has a little bit more time um to get better under fleck i think georgia tech should be good here i figure they might win by a touchdown or a little bit more than that i 
I like where Mo's head's at. I bet uh, I bet Georgia Tech, when they announced all those guys were out from Minnesota. You didn't tell anybody, dog. You told nobody what happened. <laughs> you didn't tell nobody. Yeah. I didn't no, you, you did that, man. All, but I got you, it. You did that, man. Yeah. Like, I think two days later, he's like, man, you uh, couldn't let me know about that? And I was like, ah. <laughs> so I told, I asked him about Not until he gets player. down, Mo. He always yeah, gets no, down first, then he tells but, no, oh, you know, I, I liked what I saw in Minnesota down the stretch. They had some young guys that were playing pretty well. Morgan, the quarterback, I think he's a freshman. Uh, but, I, you know, this team, I just don't really think they're all that great. And their run defense is really bad, which is just not ideal against Georgia Tech. I think last game for Paul Johnson, I mean, I know it's kind of a, you know, corny angle to play. But against a really bad run defense and, you know, on an indoor surface in a dome, like, I just – I don't see how that sets up well at all for Minnesota. So, uh, I bet minus three and a half. I think it's probably still good now, but it seems like it's kind of creeping back now a little bit. Minnesota lost to Nebraska and Illinois. Well, Nebraska yeah. is not actually all that bad. Yeah, the Illinois uh, one's brutal, uh, man. Jesus. And I think right after that game, their defensive coordinator got fired, so he probably just walked out himself. Right. I figured sure. you let Illinois drop 55 on you, you're, you're going out. Peace out. <laughs> the last game on uh, December 26th, the Cheez It Bowl, formerly the Copper Bowl. Uh, Cal and TCU, California minus one, totals 39. Couple of former MVPs from this game Aaron Rodgers, Le'Veon Bell, Drew Bledsoe, and Mark Bolger. Oh, Mark Bolger. Wow. Wow. I don't think we have to worry about any MVPs uh, being named here that are going to have big NFL careers <laughs> like that. <laughs> TCU and Cal. I don't think I can name TCU's quarterback now, man. I don't know. I got it. I honestly, I was looking at this before and I was like, I can't name TCU's quarterback now. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious, man. I think I... it's like Muellenstein or some shit like that. Like, I don't know at all. <laughs> it's got to be. That's ridiculous. Uh, under? But, uh, I mean, I, no, I, I this think... game is, I don't know. This game looks terrible to me, but yeah. yeah under I... maybe. <laughs> I'm on both sides of it. Like, Wilcox has had uh, a great couple years, and, you know, it's hard to really go up against a guy like Patterson who's already been in this position. But um, a lot of defense. I mean, I I guess whoever hits the home run first, if that has any, uh, uh, you know, indication on, you know, who should win and how many points will be scored. But I, I still like Cal. I mean, this is, it's just a team that's on the rise. I know TCU's kind of been back and forth this year, but I, I think Cal's going to get it done and, and, and get a big win for the program. I'll side with you, Mo. I'll take Cal. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to doubt Gary Patterson against a guy coaching his first – I think his first bowl game, I want to say, Justin yep. Wilcox. So. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. That's one thing that makes me nervous, but I do think Cal should probably be more interested in TCU, so they do have that going for him. Ooh, three clean sweeps on December 26th. Unreal. Oh, Scary. Smoke. All right, the next day, December 27th, we have the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Finally, a bowl that somehow kept its name. Uh, Temple and Duke. Temple is minus four and a half, total 54 and a half. Uh, You guys might remember Snow Bowl in the Independence Stadium in Shreveport, Louisiana. Mississippi State won 43-41. Mississippi State was down 35-21 with 9.30 to play and won in overtime. Oh, wow. Banger. Mo, who you got? Well, I, uh, it's already been a key of mine to um, either uh, bet Duke uh, as a dog or fade him as a favorite. And um, I think we opened up here, I think, six and a half or seven. I think it may have been seven. 
Do you remember, Lindy, what we opened up here? Seven, I think. Uh, let me take a look. I got it up. I think three and a half, but I might be wrong. Um, three and a half, yeah. What am I thinking? Oh, it got the <laughs> different game. <laughs> no, oh, it got different game. It got the six, and then it went back down. Wow. There, I mean, okay. Who's booking right. these games at night? I mean, <laughs> what the hell's yeah, going no, on? But... <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I'm just staring aimlessly at the computers. But uh, you know, besides that, um, I mean, Temple definitely deserved to be in a you know in, in in this bowl. They played real well down the stretch. Kind of started it off rough and made enough of a run to get to here, and then. Um, yeah, Duke is, you know, they're, they're sneaky good. Uh, they've been, you know, bombarded by injuries, uh, especially on defense. Um, for me, it's it's rough, man. I mean, it's been all over the place as far as the line has been, but I, I, I'd have to stick to my guns and just take Duke with the points. I think that's just how. Lindy, what's the coaching good. status of uh, the Temple guys are not coaching or something? Uh, Jeff well, yeah. Um, did you all happen to see by chance the video of the Temple interim coach? Uh, oh. press conference, Price yelling. And by the way, this guy, I swear to God, he sounds exactly like the bear Falica. I thought like when I heard it, I was like, <laughs> it's this dude spot on. And, uh, but no. So I think the one big thing I really like temple, but they're with the coaching situation with the interim coach, I, you know, against David Cutcliffe, who's pretty strong in bowls. It's just really tough for me to want to back them here. So like, it's honestly, it's kind of two teams I want to play, but, I really don't want to go against Cutcliffe and take Temple, so I, I don't think I'm going to play it. Well, just for the show purposes, uh, I'll take Temple. I got to pick something, huh? Entertainment uh, purposes, something. man. I'm going to yeah. go Duke. I'm going to I'm going to trust uh, Cutcliffe with the points. All right, I'll I'll be I'll be the the lone wolf here. I'll take Temple minus the points, just on the fact that they're going to complete this little nice run of a season that they're on. And that guy sold me. I mean, I, I almost want to go to the bowl game after watching that press conference. I was like, <laughs> wow, this guy's serious. Okay, maybe we're going to win. So, I'll take Temple. All right. Next up, the new era pinstripe bowl in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Miami and Wisconsin. Miami minus three and a half, even money. Total 47 and a half. I got nothing to say about the damn Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> um. The Canes aren't good in bowls, right? They have not been good recently. Ever uh, since we got stolen, uh, national championship stolen from us. Yeah, that's pretty much correct. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. I, I don't know. I'm not impressed with Rick the, in the bowl games. And I'm looking here. The Canes are one and four straight up and against the spread the last five years in bowls. Oh, man. I, but the Badgers just aren't good. I, I don't know. The game should be pick them. I'll take the points. I like Wisconsin. Man, I think this is one of those just – it's really unfortunate that we got two teams that played in a much better bowl game last year that are somehow now playing in this ter- – well, I don't want to say terrible bowl game, but, yeah, it's kind of a terrible bowl game. And, Horrible. I mean, does, I, does anybody want to watch either of these teams play each other after the seasons they've had? I, I don't think they do. So, I, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be interested. It seems like, uh, I guess, Miami has, like, one of their key guys on the D-line is sitting out, so – uh, I guess he's going to be like a top five pick, so that's probably pretty big against Wisconsin's run game. But, I mean, I just don't know who's going to be interested. So, uh, I, I'm probably probably not going to play. Uh, as far as picking, I, I'll just go with Wisconsin, honestly, because I don't trust Miami or Rick, really. And, you know, they've just been trash most of the year. So Yankee uh, Stadium not for the Florida kids in December? Yeah, not good. Not good. No. 
Yeah, who come up with this rematch anyway? What is this? <laughs> what is that? Yeah, it's Hate absolute. It. Yeah, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. Yeah, Miami shouldn't be laying points to anybody right now, man. And I don't care who it is, but I mean, Wisconsin's still like Wisconsin, and they'll be able to get it done and get some points out of out of the deal. Uh, so I mean, it should be a close game, I'm assuming. But I mean, Wisconsin, if, if they don't cover, they're going to win the game outright. So cool, I've heard be- enough. I've heard enough. We're moving along. Academy sports and outdoors, so the best Texas game bowl. of the whole bowl season, right here. <laughs> uh, Vanderbilt and the Baylor Bears uh, minus four and a half. Vanderbilt is favored. Fifty-six is the total. Baylor Bears have been here once, lost thirty-eight to fourteen to Illinois. MVPs are Ray Rice, Andy Dalton. Ryan Tannehill and Leonard Fournette. So basically, they're going to trick some NFL team into drafting them and then suck the rest of their career. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Man. Not wow. bad at all. My first question is how is Baylor in a bowl? And let yes. alone, they got Baylor matched up against Vanderbilt. Briles. Oh, <laughs> man. From the, from the depths of hell. What yeah, the, absolutely, uh, man. <laughs> This one, if there was no line on this game, there would be no one watching. There's only watching this game because you can bet on it, I think. This is one of those made-for-TV, let's-bet-on-it games. I'm taking Vanderbilt. I can't believe Baylor's in a bowl. I mean, I'm kind of proud to say that I'm a sicko that's already bet on it. So (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Who you got? No, I took – I laid three and a half with Vanderbilt. All right. I found some interesting trends regarding the SEC and Big 12 and bowl games over the last 10 years, and it doesn't really look good for Big 12 teams when they face the SEC. So I think Vanderbilt definitely has that in their favor. And then just kind of looking at them throughout the year, they really don't have any bad losses. They've beaten a bunch of, you know, kind of average teams and lost to the teams they're supposed to lose to. So they've had a pretty good year, and, you know, it's they're still trying to win their first bowl game under Mason, I think. So – um, they're going to be pretty hungry here. And I, I know Baylor is, you know, play, I guess playing in their home state. Like, I guess that's the one thing they got going for them. But, uh, you know, just not a very good team. And they're honestly probably just going to be excited to be here. So, uh, I think it sets up well for Vandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Mason, I mean, he was on the hot seat for quite a bit. And now he gets him into a bowl here against uh, a lesser team that, yeah, Dave's right. It's kind of hard to, to see Baylor even being in. Uh, but they earned it on that blowout against Texas Tech to actually get into the uh, to the bowl. But it looks like Vandy's covered the last five coming into the bowl, um, and then Baylor the last three out of four. So um, even Baylor scooping points doesn't seem like it's too bad. But Vandy just seems like on a hot streak, and they played better teams down the stretch. So uh, I think Vandy should win, um, not handily, but they should cover that uh, three and a half to four and a half. Maybe cool. All right, next up, the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl. Jesus, can we get a longer title? Uh, <laughs> Auburn and Purdue. Auburn minus three and a half. Totals 54 and a half. Um, Matt, I do believe this is an upset bowl. Can you think of one in particular? I can think of one in 2007 that I was at. <laughs> I I'm was sorry. Of. Uh, 2006. Well, I'm sorry because we went back to back because I just got There you go. Back, so. um, but uh, Somebody was getting 10. No, we're we're getting ten. I actually that's the most embarrassing uh, gambling loss of my life. I bet Clemson minus ten in that game, mm. and sat there and watched Kentucky live destroy Clemson as ten point underdogs. It came to the goal. It was a rough day, but I'm glad we got to revisit that. Uh, sure. All right. That's what uh, we're here for. Well, I'll start this one off. I guess. Uh, you know, I kind of hate to sound like an SEC homer, but. 
I sort of like Auburn, honestly. Last couple of years, they played New Year's Six games. They got embarrassed against UCF last year, a uh, year before Oklahoma smoked them. So I think they're actually going to be kind of interested to go out against kind of a lesser opponent in a weaker bowl game and play pretty well. I think Malzahn's going to be calling the plays, which uh, he was kind of saying is like his comfort zone. So I think that should help them. And, you know, Auburn fans are going to go to Nashville. Like it's they're going to have a pretty, I think, decisive crowd advantage. So I think they're going to be more interested than people probably think. Obviously way more talented team actually didn't really play that bad down the stretch. So um, I, I don't know. I like Auburn. I don't uh, – man, this is a tough one for me only because Malzahn is just – hasn't been good in the bowl games, like you said. But talent-wise, I have to think that Auburn's better. Oh, uh, man. Um, I, I'll, play the, I'll play the Big Ten homer uh, card here. I'll take the points with Purdue, and I don't really know why, other than maybe the, <laughs> the, the coach stayed. Like who I mean, stays at Purdue? So maybe we, he's a great coach, and he stayed. So maybe you know that will be the momentum of some sort of motivation that they need to show up in this one. So I'll take Purdue plus the points if you're getting more four or more. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna go with Purdue as well. I mean, Brom seems like he gets the most out of him in, in, in bigger games, and you know Malzahn's been pretty lackluster uh, down the stretch in a. Uh, a lot of the games, uh, me- meaningful games that he's coached in. So um, even though I think Auburn should be, uh, you know, geared up to play a game like this, um, I think it'll be close, closer towards the end. I think Purdue will actually win the game outright. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. When that's wrong, you guys can let me know after. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> we'll be there. Everyone will be together, I know. <laughs> the Camping World Bowl, uh, West Virginia and Syracuse. West Virginia is minus one and a half, total 67. Uh, Syracuse 0-1 in this game. West Virginia 0-4. Uh, former MVPs include Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson, and Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy B. Anybody call him Teddy B? <laughs> you just did. Nickname coin. Go first, Mo. <laughs> um, I think we've already uh, gone over, uh, or actually, I don't know if we have, but, um, you know, Will Greer not playing obviously drove the line down from seven to, you know, bits and pieces of, you know, one and a half to two. Um, it looks like one and a half everywhere right now. But, um, and it's, it's you know, meaningful. Uh, I don't know if they're starting that, that kid, they, the transfer they got from Miami. Um, you know, it, and obviously Greer didn't play in last year's bowl against Utah and got slaughtered. Um, Nothing against them. I mean, that was just against the Whittingham coach team. But uh, Dino Babers, you know, he's done great with Syracuse so far. Um, and I know they're going to be, you know, motivated and, uh, you know, ready to play in a bowl game that uh, Syracuse hasn't really seen in, in a while, you know, as far as football is concerned. So, um, you know, there, there could be a lot of value in West Virginia, uh, you know, with the points getting driven down and all. But I think Syracuse is going to be good here, especially on defense, uh, where I think they've came up big a lot. And I think they get they get the win here. Matty, is the kid from the transfer playing quarterback? Uh, yeah, I can't even think of his name. Jack Allison, is that his yeah. name? Jack Allison, yeah, yeah that sounds like, Jack a, like Jack Clancy or something. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, uh, you know, I, it's kind of tough to bet this game now. I think, obviously, like pretty much, you know, all the value's been sucked out of it with the big move on the side and total. But I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a unique situation, this game, because – 
Uh, I don't. I can't think of a time where a star quarterback just said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to play in the bowl game," and just sat at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Any, yeah. Yeah. Any time where that's really happened, you know, two to three weeks prior to the game, you know, so I think it's kind of like a little bit of a chip on West Virginia's shoulder to come out and play and like prove like, hey, we can win without our star quarterback. And you know, I think their left tackle's sitting out as well. Like, so I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see how they come out. And obviously, like, you know, Syracuse put together a really nice season, won nine games, but like. I don't know who they beat, who, you know, I, I wasn't really terribly impressed by any of their wins. So, um, obviously, West Virginia, more talented team. I think they might be a little undervalued. So, I'm going to take a shot, I think, at the current number and say that maybe West Virginia is the right side. Yeah, I'm with you. I, the, If you're betting Syracuse now, you're way too late to the party. You missed out on a, on a, on a bonus with the points. And I don't know the way these things turn out. You know, I had to put something on Twitter about it because I was working that night. You know, we took the first bet, took the game off the board. Something's going on. We do the podcast that night. You guys tell me Greer's not playing. It was hilarious. So somebody knew. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you guys yeah, told me. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. I had already left, and, you know, the game was down. But anyhow, it, it just seems like it, somebody tweeted in, in response to mine that, you know, we'll wait and see. Syracuse will probably have six players suspended you know, right before the game, and uh, the line will shoot back up. I'm taking West Virginia. I like your angle, Maddie. You know, there's going to be some motivation within the team to go, okay, you know, we're, we're still showing up. We're still going to play. We probably played a better schedule. Let's, uh, let's take this thing out, uh, you know, and to Orlando. I'm sure West Virginia is going to travel well. So, yeah, I like West I Virginia. Yeah, and they've struggled in bowl games under Holgerson, I think. So that's probably something that the fan base has been kind of killing them for. And then, you know, they got embarrassed, gave up, what, 61 to Oklahoma in the last game. So, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, you've been stewing on that for a month, and then you're playing Syracuse, and everyone's saying you got no shot without your, you know, quarterback. I don't know. It just seems like I think people probably undervaluing West Virginia a little bit. All right, next up, the Valero Alamo Bowl. We got Washington State. And the Minshew Mania man against Iowa State. Washington State's minus three and a half, minus 05 here at Caesars. 55 and a half is your total. Um, I got two wild scores from a previous Alamo Bowl. Baylor, Washington, 67 56. And uh, just uh, two, or was it two years back now, TCU, Oregon, 47 41, and Triple OT. No, that was a great game, that Oregon TCU. That was a great yeah. game. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. That was when they came back down uh, from thirty-five-seven. Yeah, I think they were. Yeah, they were down a ton. Oh yeah, no, I had or uh, I had a I had Oregon, and then Vernon Adams in the center went out, and then the the quarterback that backed him up couldn't catch a snap. So that, <laughs> that was kind of a big reason why you can't win a game up twenty-eight points. Um, my oh, bad. I wasn't listening for real. a minute, man. I was thinking about eating some more chips. I got some more <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. I feel like I should stop while I someone go ahead. I apologize due to time constraints. All right, I'll start. I'll start. Uh I actually like this matchup. Um I think both these teams I mean, this is probably not a game that like a casual college football fans looking to watch, but both these teams had really good years. Obviously two really good coaches. Um I don't I don't know who I like. You know, I think Iowa State is a lot better than people think and Washington State probably pretty excited to play after kind of having to play Washington. That snowstorm kind of screwed up, you know, their game plan and how they were going to play that game. So 
uh, I, I don't really like anyone, but I'm, I'm kind of just interested to watch the game. I guess as far as making a pick, I'll probably just take Iowa State because I think I had the game closer to like a pick. This one looks like a trap to me. Um, Iowa State 0-4 against the spread their last four games. Baylor at Texas, Kansas State, and then a makeup game tune-up against Drake where they were 41-point favorites and won by a field goal. That's bad. Um, yeah, not good. <laughs> I mean, but the season up to that, you know, was was a good season. Washington State had a dream season that ended, you know, in the snowstorm to Washington. But I think the casual fan looking at this will go, and I've kind of heard it now for a week, is, you know, the line's only three and a half, which leads me to believe the value is on Iowa State. So – I'm going to go again here and uh, and take the dog plus the points. I, I'll I'll put Iowa State on our little uh, you know tally sheet for the uh, for the record. Two things: there's I'm never going to pick another Pac-12 team in this uh, bowl ever <laughs> if I get to not do it. And number two, I've been talking up Matt Campbell this whole time throughout this whole year on this podcast, and I Truth. still think he's one of the best coaches in in the country. Um, that no one talks about. He's done so much with Iowa State, and I don't think anybody ever notices. Uh, and it, it'll only be fitting to get a, a win here and uh, hopefully get his name and you know some recognition. So uh, Iowa State wins here outright against Washington State. Boom. I still have that Oregon ticket, man. By the way, man, I haven't even thrown it away. I, I'll keep that forever, <laughs> man. I mean, that's that's some that's some stuff, dog. December twenty like, ninth, like, the Belt Bowl, Mo. No, I don't want to go over the belt bowl. Okay. No, right, I don't want to. All right. Oh, my God. It never ends, man. Everyone on here knows it never ends. The pain, I mean. Oh, man. Well, well, at least give a snippet for the people who might not know they're listening right now. Well, I mean, if anybody ever watches Bad Beats on uh, SVP, they have that uh, <laughs> montage of Bad Beats in the, in the beginning of the title screen. And I feel like all of us know already the infamous Duke and uh, Cincinnati game. Uh, I think that was 2012, I'm assuming, I think. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tied. Duke has a chance to punch it in with a minute 30, fumbles. Uh, Travis Kelsey catches a big touchdown, 80-yarder, something like that. Um, down seven, getting nine, driving. <laughs> uh, Duke has it going in. Uh, maybe they're at the 40 going in. Um, Rusher comes off. He doesn't see him. Looks like a robber, smokes his soul, ball flies. <laughs> Defensive lineman, you know, catches it. He's not going down for anyone. Scores. Everyone's hurt. Everyone that has Duke. I, uh, I had that. Him. I was with my family when that happened. That was not fun. You, you had Duke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course you had Duke. Yeah. No. No. You Fair. know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Could you believe it? Could you believe it was happening? <laughs> yeah, that, that's in the True Pain Hall of Fame. For sure. <laughs> the True Pain <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> The rusher was coming in un, like unblocked. I think it was like a safety. Dude, you, it was all one slow motion. Oh, just like, I didn't even see it. Me. I saw it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> well, uh. for, for this for this version of the matchup, we have South Carolina and Virginia. South Carolina is minus five. Total is 54 and a half. Ooh. I get nothing. <laughs> yeah. This. I, I, I think South Carolina has been better. Than, uh, than what most people have been uh, – I mean, I don't think pit, many people have been talking about him, but Jake Bentley's had a, um, you know, pretty, a lot of success down the stretch. Um, you know, Virginia seems like they've been uh, running the ball a little bit more. Bronco Mendenhall, um, 
you know, has done great with the team. He got into a bowl this year. So, yeah, that's fine. I, I think South Carolina is, I mean, as far as from a talent standpoint, they're going to overmatch them. Uh, and I think South Carolina blows them out. I think they smoke them. So, wow. there you go. going to go with the Gamecocks there. Yeah, wow. I I don't know. I mean, South Carolina, you know, they, they've pretty much done what they've supposed to, you know, what they're supposed to do all year. They've beaten the teams they're supposed to beat, lost to the better teams they've played. Uh, Virginia kind of came out of nowhere. I don't even think anybody thought they were going to bowl this year, and they ended up having a pretty good year. So, you know, I don't know. I think Virginia's probably going to be more interested in the game. South Carolina played in the New Year's Day Bowl last year. I don't know how much – you know, how excited they are for this game. They're, I guess South Carolina's probably going to have the crowd advantage. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have much interest. Uh, Debo Samuel's out for South Carolina, so that kind of hurts their offense. But um, I, I'll take Virginia. I don't know. I think they, they'll be more interested. And uh, uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you know, them a shot plus the points. This is another one of those games. I, I'm not sure how either one of these teams are in a bowl game. But it's a matchup of seven and five teams. I'm taking the points. I'm, I think Virginia has a better defense. And if we're catching over a field goal, which we are, I'm going to side with Virginia. All right. Up next, the Nova Home Loans Arizona Bowl. Arkansas State minus one and a half against Nevada. Uh, total is 57 and a half. This bowl hasn't been around too long. It was one of the three bowls started in 2015. Man, another one of these. What the hell is – what are these two I'm glad teams they, doing I'm glad in this they bowl? moved this prestigious bowl game back with all these other prestigious <laughs> Yeah, <bowl> right. <laughs> we got this gym right in here with, you know, Florida, Michigan. This is a 10-15 start in Tucson? Yeah. Yes, sir. I'd like oh. to note uh, among the uh, bowl history facts that this bowl game had two Mountain West teams play each other a couple years ago. That's how good this bowl game is. That's the only wow. people that would say yes to going. Probably at that point. <laughs> That's I don't a know. friends and family game, right? Yeah, there. this yeah. is for sure a friends and family game. I I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll take Arkansas State, just because. I don't know when's the last time that they were in a bowl game against the team. A nice trip to Arizona for them. Let's just go Arkansas State. Short number, right? What's the spread? One, one and a half. Yeah, one and like a half. They're favored by. Okay, yeah. Arkansas State for me. Uh, I'm, yeah, I don't, I I'm don't not know. picking them. Sorry, I'm not picking ahead, Nevada. I'm not picking Nevada. No, no. Oh, that's personal. You can't it personal? do it. Yeah. yeah, it's personal. Yeah, yeah can't this do one's it. personal. Yeah. Really no facts behind it. Um, you know, I, I was uh, happy to see uh, UNLV finally beat them. Uh, that has no bearing on this game whatsoever. I'm just kind of going off about what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> in reality, um, Arkansas State was actually supposed to compete for their uh, their championship in, uh, in in the Sun Belt, and they kind of fell flat. But they find themselves fortunate enough to be at least in this bowl game, and I think they're rightfully to be favored here. So I, I like Arc State, and I don't like Nevada. You know, I, I guess I kind of wonder if you're a, a college kid, you're a Nevada player, and for the last month you've had to think about the fact that you blew a 23 nothing lead to fucking UNLV. <laughs> I mean, like – like, how do you have any confidence whatsoever to go out and play this bowl game? I wonder, after losing a game to UNLV, who was playing for nothing, I think didn't – was Rodgers – They were playing? playing for the cannon thing or whatever, oh, they, right? Yeah, they oh, the, the Fremont cannon. cannon. Come on. That was, and it, was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty sick when they painted it, too. I'm sorry. I took that back. 
But painted uh, it and everything, man. He's man. not getting served at multiple bars in this town, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was bad. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's good. Uh, no, I man. don't know, man. I I can't take Nevada after that. I'll, I'll go with Oregon State as well. San Diego State lost to UNLV, right? Yeah, saw what they yep. did tonight. Yeah, they look good. Yep. Yeah, Nevada lost bad. to UNLV. They're not winning this game. Come on, Arkansas State's got to win. All right, we're moving to the heavyweights here. Uh, The Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, Florida, number 10 ranked Florida, number 7 Michigan. Michigan's favored, minus 7, minus 20. Uh, Total's 50 and a half. Who's up first? I'll start. I want to start. I love this game. I think, um, you know, you're looking at at Michigan two years ago. They faced Florida State uh, coming off that really disappointing Ohio State loss in overtime to, to try to go to the national championship game. They did not play well against Florida State, ended up losing that game. And then last year, I don't know if you all remember, but they blew a big lead against South Carolina and lost the back goal to South Carolina. So coming off the disgraceful loss to Ohio State, I mean, I don't know how a bowl game could be more important to a coach than this game game probably is to Harbaugh going into next year and probably cooling off the fans a little bit, coming off of like two really bad bullish bowl showings the last two years. So I think Michigan's going to be ready to go. And I know they looked bad against Ohio State, and that, you know, offense really torched them. But Florida does not match up well with them. They can't throw the ball like Ohio State can. They don't have the quarterback play. So I just don't see Florida having any success against the Michigan defense. So I know they've already beaten them twice in the last, like, two or three years. But I think Michigan's going to smoke them again. Second, everything you said. I love Michigan in this game. I don't just like Michigan. Florida's offense is dismal. They cannot move the ball. I think Michigan has all the motivation in the world with the way they got whacked by Ohio State. Um, I'm surprised the line's only seven and a half. I thought the line would be closer to ten. So um, I like Michigan at, at this number for sure. It's uh, it's funny. I, uh, it looks like um, Devin Bush, uh, Michigan's uh, – all, all American linebacker says he's going to sit out for the draft. Uh, and that goes along with Rashawn Gary, who's going to be in the NFL next year. We'll watch him on Sundays. And Karan Higdon, uh, they're a thousand yard rusher. They're all out. And it's not really making, it's not budging the line at all. No revenge um, tour for those guys? Yeah, yeah. Back to the revenge tour. The re revenge tour. How about that? <laughs> the whole new thing I just made up right now. It trumps the actual about. revenge tour if it's the re revenge tour. The re revenge <laughs> okay, tour. Fine. Yeah, the right? reverse revenge tour. Right, right. Um, um, but, yeah, like I said, it's not really budging the line. Uh, I think a lot of the Michigan guys are, um, you know, they're, they're still feeling the effects. And it's it's been somewhat quiet up there. Florida seems like they're fighting with UCF more than they're thinking about the game that they're going to have to play here uh, in a week or so. So, uh, yeah, you know, Ohio State obviously just has a Michigan's number. And I think a lot of betters probably still have that embedded in their mind. Um, you know, Michigan getting 60 put up on them. Uh, but Michigan's a better team. And they're, they're still one of the best teams in the nation. Uh, and I think they should be able to, uh, you know, lock in and get get it done here. So I think it'll, it'll be a clean sweep on Michigan on this one. I, I do want to say that uh, going against the SEC lane over a touchdown has been like a disaster over the years. So mm. definitely one thing that ha- Florida has in their favor. And Dan Mullen catching seven and a half is always enticing. So, I don't know, it kind of makes me nervous, but I don't know. I, I think Michigan's going to crush all right, our first semifinal game, the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic at Jerry World AT&T Stadium. 
We got number two Clemson uh, against number three Notre Dame. Clemson minus thirteen total fifty six. The Clem. How's Notre Dame going to score in this, Maddie? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems like the totals already dropped a few points, right? Yep. Um, opened, yeah, a little bit. Open fifty six, down to like fifty five. Nothing too big, but. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't have a good read on either of these teams. I feel like they haven't played a competitive game in a month. Neither of them have, really. I mean, I guess Notre Dame kind of had to sweat the USC game, but that USC team just is not good. I think they played Syracuse without Dungy. He got hurt during the game. Uh, so they haven't really been tested. Clemson hasn't really been tested. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't have a good read on either team. So, uh, honestly, I- I'm going to probably take Notre Dame in the points. I think Clemson's secondary looked a little suspect against South Carolina, and I think Ian Book might be able to exploit that a little bit. And, obviously, Notre Dame's getting pretty disrespected from how badly they looked <laughs> or how badly they played against Alabama a few years back. So, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think they're live plus the points. All right. I'll disagree. I just think uh, Notre Dame's going to have trouble scoring 20 points, and I think it's going to take at least 21 for them to cover in this game. So I would say, based on that team total under Notre Dame, whatever it is, I haven't looked. Um, I just think Clemson's defense is that much better. Uh, it's a bad matchup for Notre Dame. So I'll side with Clemson. Expect them to get a defensive touchdown or, or, you know, special teams turnover, something to get there to get this number, which is kind of healthy, and I think it's going up. I won't be surprised by game day if this one is at 14 or even goes through 14. But I'll lay the Clemson minus the points. Yeah, yeah. No, to to piggyback off what uh, Matt was saying, I think Clemson's uh, the only thing that they do have as far as, like, um, um, you know, a flaw is, I, I think, is the secondary. And, um, you know, as, as far as, you know, if Brandon Wimbush played it, just it wouldn't even be close. But Ian Book seems like a guy that a lot of the players trust in. And, uh, you know, they got a lot of read stuff that can confuse the front four of Clemson, um, you know, to get him because he can run as well. I don't think not, not too many people know Ian Book as a runner, but he can he can get out and scramble as well. So uh, that's something that should be able to help him. Um, but like, you know, the, the front four is just so good. I mean, it's going to be hard to run on them. Uh, and if they can get that shut down as far as Clemson, uh, could be a long day for the, for Notre Dame. It, it's just hard for me to think that they've had so much success this whole year and they get smoked by like 20 points. Um, you know, it's just, you know, rough for Brian Kelly, uh, you know, to run into something like that. But, um, you know, Trevor Lawrence is, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is for real. Um, I think, uh, you know, the running game is pretty good. I, I think Clemson might just overpower him just with the talent alone. And late in the game, I don't think Notre Dame will have an answer. So unless Ian Book can get out and scramble and, um, you know, confuse the Clemson's front four, uh, they're, they're going to get slaughtered. So I'd probably just go with Clemson for now, cover late. Dang. Uh, all right. And the other semifinal game, the Capital One Orange Bowl in Miami. Number one, Alabama against number four, Oklahoma. Alabama minus 14, total of 80. Jump in there first, Matty. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in betting this game. I just uh, – The I, line's I really right, right? The, you know, I mean, the I line mean, is right. The line seems fine to me. I know people – I think the first instinct you want to say is take 14 points with Oklahoma when they've played in this game. You know, obviously they were competitive against Georgia last year. Took them to overtime. Probably should have won the game. So they've been on this stage before, you know. 
but it's just one of those games to me where Oklahoma could be – you know, you could take Oklahoma plus 14, they'd be up three late in the third quarter, and before you know it, you're down 17 or 18, and, you know, you're not winning. And I, I just – I don't really know the status of Tua. You know, Alabama's super secretive about, you know, keeping his health under wraps and how healthy he is. So, to me, it's just one of those games I got to pass, and I'm definitely looking to bet it live. Like, I think it's a great game to bet live. But uh, as far as betting pregame, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I'll just take Alabama minus points, but uh, I'm not really that confident with it. Mo, what do you got? I can't even imagine me not taking Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> he's, dri- he's driving this revenge to our bus oh. for this game. And, and this, one, this one means something, but, you know, uh, I don't even really have any stats or any facts like, um, Oklahoma's had success against Alabama as far as games straight up. Uh, I think the last game they played was in a playoff, or I don't know if it was in a playoff, but I, I know I it was, was like the Sugar Trevor, Bowl or something. Yeah, like Trevor was, Knight. Yeah, Trevor Knight, right? Yeah. And then they they got over him, and uh, even in that game, Alabama, I didn't, I didn't think was um, motivated. Uh, they weren't in the actual um, in the championship then, so um, you know they're they're going to be motivated now. Uh, Oklahoma's here and all the stuff about Alabama being pissed about Tua not winning. And, you know, I don't really take any of, any of that stuff into uh, account. Um, it's just kind of, you know, what they've been doing on the field. And they've both been good. And, you know, I know Tua hasn't really played a lot as far as, like, the fourth quarters and stuff. But, you know, it's – I don't know. For me to take both the favorites in the, in the uh, playoff game sounds ridiculous. Um, so, right now, I, I'll probably – I'll probably side with Alabama, but I think Matty might have the right right idea about betting it live. I think that might be something to look out for. This is the highest total of all the bowl games, is it not? It's my highest total. Yeah, I think it should be the highest total. Yeah, it's ironic that Alabama is, you know, such a good defense, but they're playing against Oklahoma, who has no defense at all. And the only way that I think that, you know, they're going to win this game, let alone stay in it, is that they're going to have to score 100 combined in this one, and Oklahoma's going to have to somehow get to 45 points. Um, not to say it's not completely out of the question, you know, with, you know, Murray doing his thing, but I just think that, you know, the margin of error for Oklahoma is so thin. They, they're going to have to score almost every time they touch the ball. They can't settle for field goals. they got to put up a big number. It's not going to be enough. Um, live betting this game sounds like a blast, like just for fun. You know, betting the total, you'll probably have all kinds of middles. Um, as far as the side, it's Alabama or nothing for me. So, I don't, you know, I want to find sweet. a reason to take Oklahoma. Yeah, just to, to, to be opposite maybe Mo once in a while, but I'm taking Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I figured there'd be more, but it seems like, man – we're just stuck together. We're man. trying. Yeah. <laughs> We're just stuck together, man. Us, we'll, we'll die together. I know. Oh, man. Ride <laughs> or die, baby. <laughs> I've already said it. I've already said it now. We're off to a good start, Mo. And, <laughs> and, and, this com- and this comes after Mo says, no facts, no stats. So, <laughs> just Nothing. throwing that out. Oh, there. my God. Nothing. Nothing. AKA not equal to Mo stats, Mo facts. Mo facts, yeah. Okay. Mo so facts. We do a little hashtag okay. action. That, that might be on a t-shirt it, it will be someday my friend all right military bowl kicks off uh december 31st new year's eve um get your drinks ready 
Cincinnati, Virginia Tech, Bearcats minus five and a half, total fifty two and a half. Man, this bowl is trash. I mean, this yeah, is- well, thank you. Super <laughs> underwhelming oh. going from the playoff games to the Vatex Cincy bowl game. All I'm saying yeah. is one of one of the teams in this game had to win a game to play a con- conditional twelfth game to play this game. I mean, <laughs> oh. like it's so you bad. Know what they need to do. This is the military bowl. They need to have this game on an aircraft carrier. Oh, I mean, you at least got to have Army or Navy in it. Like, you can't have Virginia Tech and Cincinnati, but. <laughs> it's brutal. It's know. rough, man. It's rough. Um, is there any reason to take Virginia Tech seriously? No, I mean, I think they're terrible. I, I haven't seen anything good out of them all year, really. I mean, they own Virginia, so, you know, winning that game to, to I guess, keep themselves alive for bowl eligibility is not really a surprise, but. Uh, I mean, Cincinnati's had a good year, but do you really want to lay, you know, five and a half, six points to Cincinnati? I don't know. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'll just take Cincinnati just because out of spite because I don't like Virginia Tech. But uh, I, I, I'm not watching. Spite plays. Oh, where's the spite plays on Spite plays are big on cash considerations. If anybody even cares. <laughs> so, Maddie's fitting in right well already. How's the line movement been in this game, boys? It's been all over the place, hasn't it? It has, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, I think right now. Yeah, we open at seven and a half, and yeah, seven, seven and a half, basically down to six, down to five, and then uh, lately, yeah, right back from five, five and a half to six. So terrible. Looks like the lowest terrible. we got was four and a half. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. Two trash teams. I think I'll just take the points. No, no one thinks there's no reason to take Virginia Tech, so I'm taking them. I mean, it makes I, sense, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just take the points and hope it's a close game. I guarantee <laughs> I will not watch a single play of it, not one. But you'd watch if it was on an aircraft carrier. A hundred percent, AB. See, there you yes, go. You're all, all over. right. You're call me up, military. I'll take some of that cash y'all got. All right. Mo, I'm who just, you picking? I'm just saying, uh, you know, the the fact that they're even here, and you know, uh, they beat that. They got that win against Virginia, which I couldn't believe myself. Um, you know, they got to have some pride here and, you know, play till the end. So, I actually think Virginia Tech is going to win. Wow. How about that? Oh, we're so, going down with this one. They're going to win. They're going to win the game. <laughs> we Tech's got no win. shot. Oh, one day is not no. going to get fired. Oh, Look, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I want to let you know. They're going to win. They're going to okay. win the game. I like the passion. It's done. <laughs> It's Mo knows to go opposite me on Virginia Tech games. He knows. The first time I told any, uh, Matt anything about Vod Tech, I said uh, they were going to blow Old Dominion out. I think that was like week three. <laughs> and uh, Call and the Old year. Dominion ended up winning. It was probably like the worst like upset in the history of uh, Vod Tech history, I think. <laughs> assuming so. Uh, it's a true story. Hyundai Sun Bowl. Stanford minus six against Pittsburgh. Total is 52. Uh, the Bryce, Bryce Love not playing, right? Nope. He's out. Yeah, that's too easy of a, of a play against. So, oh, man, Pitt's offense is so bad. Uh, I don't know. A, a Pac-12 team without their best player, it looks too easy to take Pitt. I'll lay the points with Stanford, minus six. I don't know. I'm taking the easy route. I, I took plus seven when I saw Love was out. I think injury that, play. Injury yeah, play. Injury play. It's terrible, I know. But I already don't expect Stanford to be interested in the game. 
their their defense just isn't good. Like it really. It's not. I mean, I know the last game against Cal was kind of ugly, but you know, Cal just is a super under team. Like, so I don't know. I I think Stanford is just kind of been underwhelming obviously there's going to be probably like 26 fans at the game and, yeah maybe you know might be Pitt might be over exaggerating yeah i mean Pitt's had kind of a good year you know they put together a pretty strong stretch uh they're late before kind of getting blown out these last two games so i don't know i'll take Pitt plus the points yeah i'm definitely not picking stanford <laughs> <laughs> that's, all that's why i did <laughs> Mo's revenge, Mo's revenge tour on the Pac-12 apparently is yeah, this podcast. Strong, I like it. All right, the Red Box Bowl in uh, Mo's neck of the woods, Levi Stadium, Oregon laying three against Michigan State. Totals forty-eight. Mo, you're first. Oh my bad. I, I don't think I've went first in a while. That's why you're um, in. Get in there. I'm back. No, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um, man, I just. I don't know if I've liked Michigan State all year, um, especially coming into this bowl game, which, which uh, I don't know, I, I think it should be pretty decent. Um, I think Oregon, Oregon's played pretty well up to this point, in my opinion. And um, I think they're the, they're the better team in this one. So um, handicap, handicapping complete, I think Oregon just being the better team alone should be able to get it done. So now I'm picking a Pac-12 team. I'm going to go with Oregon over Michigan State. <laughs> uh, that analysis. Matty, jump in there, save him. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if, if you all follow me on Twitter. You know how I feel about the uh, Michigan State University. Uh, Wait a second. Did you just say, do you no, not know, know if we follow you on Twitter? No. I, I have this yeah. thing. It sings a song when you put out tweets. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Please. If you don't follow the Lindy Train on Twitter, you're missing out. Well, thank you. Thank you. No. Uh, but I, I don't think highly of Michigan State University just – from really in any on any level um but I, i've kind of been down on their football team all year and they didn't really play well down the stretch wasn't impressed with how they looked against what was it Rutgers and what was the game they played they had like a 6-3 or 9-3 game end of the year nebraska yeah. at nebraska oh yeah nebraska oh, yeah, yeah. yeah just mad terrible. snow crazy snow was it no i i didn't no know. not crazy no not crazy i didn't rouse that but yeah so i i don't know i haven't <laughs> i haven't been impressed by michigan state Oregon, you know, kind of, you know, didn't really play that great on the road this year. But, you know, they played terrible in the bowl game against Boise last year. I think they got plenty of reason to be motivated. Uh, Cristobal, the interim coach for that game, and he's their head coach now. So, I think he's probably going to want to kind of avenge like that last year. And uh, my boy, I don't even know how to say his name. It's just like Justin Herbert. I mean, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you say it. Uh, go redneck with it but uh you know that he, works he's got his little he's got his little bowl showcase here so uh <laughs> i don't know I'll, I'll take oregon all right i'll play contrarian i i'll take the the really bad offense but strong defense michigan state team against uh an oregon team that doesn't play defense it's an easy trip for Oregon. Uh, everything points to this line being it's too short. It looks too easy. Both teams were four and eight against the spread. My goodness, another bowl game with teams that, I don't know, they're seven and five, eight and four straight up. I'll take the points in the dog. I think Michigan State will, I'll pull a mo, win the game. Man. Boom. 
There it is. Done. AutoZone Liberty Bowl, uh, Missouri minus eight and a half, total 75. Uh, sorry, Missouri and Oklahoma State is the game. Um, I can start this one. Uh, Please. You know, Missouri pretty much <laughs> follows. Uh, sorry. Missouri pretty much followed the same script as last year. They won their last four games of the year. For some reason, I don't know how their scheduling works out, but they seem to play just four terrible teams at the end of the year every year. So, they're, you know, they're playing well coming in. Last year, I think they, they ended up losing to Texas. They were supposed to win that game. Didn't play well. So, they crushed. I think, yeah, I think playing another Big 12 team, you know, getting another opportunity here, they're definitely going to be interested in this game. Oklahoma State, I think they got a few guys sitting out. I think Justice Hill's out for them. Um, you know, didn't really – you know, they're really inconsistent all year. Didn't really know what to expect out of them. But looking at the number now, I mean, it's just outrageous to me. I think it's insane that Missouri's laying eight – I mean, nine, get nine and a half away. It's ridiculous to me. And, you know, Mike Gundy, my – you know, my avatar – my man, your boy, <laughs> you I'll take him getting eight and a half in a bowl every day of the week against uh, Odom, Barry Odom for Missouri. Like, I don't care how good Missouri looks against, you know, Vanderbilt and Tennessee. Like, I'll take a shot. So, I, I'm taking the points here. After losing at home to Kentucky, 15 to 14, Missouri closed at Florida, home against Vandy, at Tennessee, home against Arkansas. And you're right. They smoked those teams. They looked great. And I can't understand the line either. It's too many. Give me your guy. He's a man. I'm taking the points. He's 50. He's 50. Yeah. (laughs) Oklahoma State plus – I mean, it looks like you can wait. You might be able to grab a 10 by game time. That's Um, insane. Yeah, it's, it's too many points. Oklahoma State for me plus the points. Yeah, no, uh, OK State seems like they've played better against teams that, you know, that actually have been pretty good. Um, they beat West Virginia and Texas uh, handily or not handily, but they were in the game uh, in ahead for most of the most of the time. And then they almost beat Oklahoma. At, I think they're at the one and they uh, got kind of a bad pass there to lose that game. Rough one for the Gundy. But, uh, yeah, it seems like a lot. I'm, I'm never really buying into Mizzou, especially for the fact that they haven't played anyone or played the bottom of the SEC schedule. So. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I think the points should be good. I don't know if they're going to win the game, but uh, they should be in it enough to cover that that uh, large spread. Gundy was 4-0 and as a dog this season and has won and covered three of his last four bowl games. We're catching 9.5 or 10. Also, Man. I don't think they, they have a star receiver, Tyron Johnson, that uh, no one really talks about. And uh, he should be eating all, all game, man. So I think he should be a household name. Uh, Oklahoma State uh, receiver, so kind of a big name I, I want to watch personally all right up next the san diego county credit union holiday bowl <laughs> uh, it's just fun listening to you say the names AB. you know that you're doing brutal. a hell of a job just, just jump off the bridge oh, God. <laughs> kill yourself i actually have great memories of the holiday bowl growing up i feel like this was a late night game that i was always watching there's like a thousand points it seemed like Anyway, Utah Northwestern. Utah's minus seven, minus fifteen. Total forty-five. Mo, this is your squad. Kick it off with Utah. What do you got? Yeah, Whittingham uh, is not really a stranger of uh, winning in these games. Uh, basically, dominates most of the bowl games he plays in. Um, Pat Fitzgerald finds himself in a rough position, even after uh, almost uh, 
you know, trying to trying to trying to upset for the Big Ten championship, which was definitely not going to happen. Um, but you know, Utah, what a what a rough game they had against Washington in their championship as well. Um, you know, for me, I think Utah kind of, uh, I mean, they'll stifle anybody on defense. And Northwestern um, doesn't have the coaching, in my opinion, or, or, or the, you know, the somewhat, well, there was no offense that Washington had, but I think Utah should win pretty handily just off the defense alone. Um, so just give me Utah laying the points there. Mm, yeah. I, yeah. Go, go, ahead, ahead, go ahead. No, no, no you. I'll go. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not much interest. You know, I will say this is one game. I used to love the Holiday Bowl, and, like, Northwestern Utah is the Holiday Bowl now. You know, I feel every year it gets a little more disappointing. But um, I don't know, really tough. You know, you got two teams pretty much identical situations as far as really underwhelming showings in their conference title games. Uh, Two incredible coaches who you pretty much always want to bet on in bowl games. Uh, Honestly, I'm I'm going with Northwestern. I, I really don't. Don't have much of a feel for it, but I think taking the points in a you know with that low total and and two teams that kind of tend to play to the level of their competition, I think uh, I'll go with Northwestern. I'm going to side with you, Maddie. I uh, interesting wrong. with the total, just wrong. Yeah, it's, it's not personal. <laughs> it's just not wrong. personal, Mo. Crazy. How, how many like, straight of? A, I can't. I mean, <laughs> am I just going opposite you in every game? Yeah, or what? I think I, I like I, so. I like the dog in the total with the total being so low. I like the dog. Northwestern keeps the games close. They don't make mistakes. Utah's thrived in bowl games, yes, Mo, and you know their defense is strong. But I think this one will be decided late. So catching seven or more, I like that side. I'll take Northwestern. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Texas A and M, NC State, Texas A and M minus six. Total is fifty eight. Damn. All right, I'll start. Please. I'll start this one. Uh, yeah, you know, we actually opened this game. This is the one game we took a ton of action on at Texas A&M. We opened way too low, and they just blasted it early. And I guess NC State's star wide receiver, Harmon, isn't playing. There's been some talk about Finley not playing the quarterback, so don't really know how much they care about the game. I think a and is going to be interested. Jimbo, you know, first year for him. They haven't won a bowl game, I think, in like four or five years now, so – uh, it's just really tough to, I think, you know, make an argument for NC State. They haven't really beaten anyone all year. I was looking tonight. I think, like, maybe their best one's probably Boston College by five at home. Oh. So, uh, I, I don't know. I'll go with a and You convinced me. Uh, that was easy. <laughs> that didn't take much. I'm taking Texas A&M. Um, going back, NC State lost at home to Wake Forest as a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was a Thursday night game. They won their last three after that at Louisville, at North Carolina, and home to East Carolina. And now you said their star receiver's not playing. I don't know. Maybe it looks too easy. I'll I'll bite. I'll take Texas A&M. Jimbo, big. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Done. Done. The sweep. Simple. All right. We are at really leaned into the phone for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're on to January 1st, New Year's Day. We got the Outback Bowl. Mississippi State minus seven against Iowa. Total 43 and a half. Total mismatch to me here. I, I And I like Iowa, um, but we're playing this game down in Tampa. 
and as long as it's not a big rainstorm, I think Mississippi State is going to have their way offensively here. Um, I'm surprised the line is this high, but not really. SEC, Big Ten matchup, I'm siding with the SEC team here. Mississippi State minus the points for me. Mo, what do you got? I don't, man, this is rough. Like, I mean, I'm a big fan of Ference. Um, you know, usually he's usually in games that they shouldn't be in for the most part. Um, but it seems like Moorhead had had a had a clue on how to get Mississippi State going, and they played well all season. Um, and you know, like in a spot like this, low total, and you know that for me, I would I'd have to go with Iowa with the points. Um, you know, I know Mississippi State's. You know, they've played pretty, you know, up to par competition and. Uh, they've dominated teams that they needed to, but for me, it just seems like this should be a closer one. Um, Iowa should be able to run the ball a, a little bit and uh, keep it close, you know, within within that number. Yeah, you know, it's it's usually pretty hard for me to try to find a reason to back Big Ten teams against SEC, but I, I don't know. I kind of I'm with Mo. I, I kind of like Iowa. I think uh, you look at their schedule; they lost four pretty close games. I think their one loss by double digits was. Wisconsin, which was like, I want to say a pick six or late touchdown or something that I think they're winning the game by three. So they've pretty much been in all 12 games they've played. And, you know, Mississippi State, I know they look good. They came on strong pretty or, you know, played pretty well down the stretch. But their offense is pretty much beaten up, beaten up on weak defenses. So uh, I, I really, I, I will say more than anything, probably like the under in this game. I, I just don't see it. I don't see many points being scored, but uh, I guess, you know, kind of with what Mo was saying, I'll, I'll take Iowa plus the points. The VRBO, whatever the hell that is, Citrus Bowl, uh, Penn <laughs> State, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. the head-to-head for these two. Uh-oh. Oh, man. You know, I didn't even notice this matchup. Penn this State, this Penn is- State minus six, total 46 and a half. Let's go to Mo first. Oh, oh man. You know what? I don't know. Everyone's my friends. I just kind of <laughs> about to tear some things up here real quick. Um, you know, Kentucky had a had a great season up to that Georgia game. Um, obviously, we know all of that. And then Penn State, um, who started off the season pretty hot, kind of fell a little bit. And then, you know, after that loss to Michigan State, it kind of was just um, – it is it, it was what it was. So, you know, um, both teams to come in, uh, very talented teams. You know, I – Oh, geez, Mo, just tell us you're teasing Penn State down to pick and Kentucky up to 12. Bang. Yeah, it's simple, yeah, and then just a bang, bang middle. <laughs> simple as that. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not really sure. Like, Kentucky are really really already had their time. Um, not really sure how they're going to play in a game like this. Uh, Penn State offensively is good here. Um, I, I was probably just going to lay the points, personally. Um, nothing against Kentucky, but it seems, <laughs> seems like down the stretch it, was, it wasn't looking – too well for them so lindy just dropped off the call uh, <laughs> i felt sweet <laughs> no <laughs> jesus <laughs> no um yeah i don't know i you know i'm after the georgia game uh, i'm trying to really be careful with getting you know too animated about kentucky games or how i feel about kentucky games because i've never been more wrong about a game in my life and it was very embarrassing to watch not them get bad. smashed by Georgia. Um, <laughs> trying to look at this game objectively, I do think that Kentucky, you know, looking for their first bowl win since 2008. They haven't won a game in a decade. 
Uh, Penn State's playing in this game after playing in a couple bigger bowl games, a couple New Year's Six games last couple years. Team with a really great defense and pretty much the best player on the field getting this many points appealing. But with my history of handicapping Kentucky football games under Mark Stoops, <laughs> I'm going to fade myself. Oh, that that might be the one that yeah. we all have to get yeah. down on. I'm not even kidding. Because I cannot wow. – I mean, honestly, outside of uh, McSorley, you know, him playing his last game and, and probably wanting to go out a winner, I can't really make a good case for Penn State. And just based on handicapping Kentucky games over the years, if I can't make a good case for one side, I'm probably am missing something. So, I'm laying the points just, you know, not out of spite, but just because I get uh, trying to figure out Kentucky. Spite, spite move for sure. 100%. Wow. You threw me for a loop. I've been waiting to talk to you about yeah, this game no for math at least a week. Um, for the listeners Zero don't math. know, Lindy went to Kentucky. I went to Penn State. I didn't and even want to talk about it. I wanted, to wait. I wanted to wait for this. I know. That's perfect. I did too. Um, I love McSorley. And everything that he's done in his career and, you know, him going out in this bowl game, it's, uh, it's a cool thing. Uh, I would have liked it to have been in a bigger bowl, obviously. And I'm sure, you know, Franklin and the crew would as well. Um, but it's funny you said you, you, you don't, you don't want to take Kentucky and you've been wrong because I'm going to take Kentucky. I think it's a field goal game. I really do. I'm surprised that it's that it's this high, and in these situations, I'm just not impressed with Franklin in these one one games. I mean, they did it in the Big Ten championship, and they haven't really done it since. So, I I'm going to take Kentucky plus the points. I think it's going to be a close game, and it wouldn't surprise me totally if Kentucky won. But I think getting more than a field goal here is value. So I I'll take Kentucky. Man, I hope y'all are right. I really do. <laughs> I really do. But we'll see. Are you going? No, no. I, d- I decided Orlando's too far. Just uh, I'll watch from home and, and hope they play well. But That's great. Some of us got to work probably. Yeah, I got to work. So uh, fair. I'm going to quit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll quit. I don't have to be working by then, hopefully. Uh, if I'm working by then, then I'll for sure be watching it here. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, uh, LSU and the uh, defending national champion Central Florida Knights. <laughs> LSU's minus seven and a half and getting fifty six. Uh, you know this team is twenty five and zero. I don't know how they're getting seven and a half. Can you guys explain? Mm. I'll start with this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, you know, this is another uh, situation where I'm trying to not make a spite bet, which is is very easy with UCF these days. I think probably the most annoying program in the country. <laughs> One thousand percent without a It's not even close, question. actually. Yeah, I can't but, even remember. So I'm I'm really trying to remove emotion from it, but looking at just trying to handicap the game, I think you look at UCF. Their game against Memphis in the AAC title game, they were playing terrible. They were down, I think, 17 at half. They had to storm back to beat Memphis, who pretty much plays no defense whatsoever. None. I mean, UCF, you know, they made a big, big deal about it, but it's true that they literally did not face anyone all year. We just – we really didn't ever get a barometer from them of, you know, them playing any type of Power 5 team. So, you, they lost their bowl game last year. They're not coming off of an SEC title game loss like Auburn, UCF. And you got UCF coaching in uh, 
Heupel. It's his first bowl game. So you got all these things, I think, that just don't really play out well for UCF. And I think LSU is going to be interested. I think they're going to smash. We open it higher, and it, it's come down. But uh, I think it's going to go back up, and I think they crush. My play is on spike. It is, it's all spite for me. <laughs> I've already been saying that I don't like Central Florida this whole year. I'm sure, I, I'm, you know, it's uh, it's going to just continue. And uh, with the guy that they have, Daryl Mack, like, I mean, come on, dude. Like, I mean, the fact that they even covered against Memphis was insane. But if LSU gets up, which they will be up, uh, I don't think Central Florida is coming back at all. So um, I'm just going to go with LSU because I don't like UCF. That one I will say for sure. Wow. You guys made very convincing cases, but again, I'm playing contrarian and a slight play back at you, Mo. I'm taking Central God, Florida geez. plus the points. Christ. I'll take Jeez. whatever points I can get. I can't. Um, I'm gonna make so much money on this game. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna kill it! I'm taking UCF plus the points. So I mean, they're playing for the national championship again in their eyes. Who are you kidding? Come on. We're going to Arizona. We're going we're gonna to be live to win the game coming down to the end. Oh, man. No, I don't like half, it. Though. I just don't LSU like it. First if, they, if they win, I'm going to be crushed. You know, oh, I mean, man. I don't even care if I bet it. Or I, I can't wait to put a picture crushed. of you and uh, Lindy with your uh, UF, UCF T-shirts on. <laughs> the back-to-back <laughs> national championship shirts. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll pay for it if they lose. If they win, if they win I'll pay for it. For sure. <laughs> Burn it. I love it. All right. The Rose Bowl. Washington, Ohio State. Oh, Ohio, bowl. Ohio State minus six and a half, <laughs> minus 20, 57 and a half. Oh, man. Argument to be made for Washington. Um, I can't make one. No one's giving them a chance. We're sending Urban Meyer out. It's been nothing but uh, an avalanche of Ohio State money at our place up to this point. Big players, small players, everybody that's played it already has Ohio State. Didn't look at the ticket count before the show, but I'm sure there's not many on Washington. Uh, Washington's defense, you know, probably can keep them in the game. But, man, their offense is going to struggle to score in this one. I got it. I got to take Ohio State. It pains me to do it, but I'll lay the seven with Ohio State. Please tell me a reason why I'm wrong, Maddie. No, I honestly, this is, you know, there are very few times where I feel like you can say the public has an influence on a line, but this is a situation where Washington looks so bad in the Pac 12 title game, and Ohio State looks so good the last two games they played that. You know, definitely just it's going to get blown totally out of proportion. It already is, really, I think. Like, true numbers should probably be three and a half, four in this game. It's six and a half now. So, I don't know. You know, great coaching matchup. I can't really make a lot of strong cases for Washington. I think they benefited, like I said, from getting to play Washington State in the snow. And uh, Utah, you know, they just shut them down in kind of a defensive battle. So, I don't have a lot – great to say about Washington. I wasn't impressed by Ohio State either, but uh, I don't know. I'll just take them. I, I don't really, you know, I just, I can't make a case for Washington the Pac-12 against Ohio State as talented as they are and as well as they played the last two weeks. So I, I don't know. I'll lay the points. Washington first half is going to be such a sick play. <laughs> now, listen, listen to this. Washington won. I'm telling you right now, like, I can't wait to see, like, the score be, like, 
I don't know. It's going to be like 17 to 10 Washington. It's probably so off. I don't care. But, yeah, no, they, Washington isn't good. And then uh, just, to, just to piggyback on that, the Pac-12 hasn't really been good. So uh, Haskins should have his way at, at some point in this game. I think Washington and, and Northwestern, uh, who Ohio State just played, are almost kind of like identical uh, as far as, um, you know, pretty decent defenses. Uh, you know, they're coached well, but they just can't get it done on offense. Um, you know, if Washington gets behind, you know, a couple touchdowns, it could be bad. So, I'm just, can you put my play down as Washington first half on that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because if not, I'm going to pick Ohio State. So, if if uh, if Big Dave allows it, I'll approve it. Oh, okay, it's... could I go back? I want to actually do Nevada first half. <laughs> oh, no, way, dude. no, hey, all right. Okay. We, we might as well just do the podcast over. The specificities weren't up. Well, this oh, is all right, Mo, I'm putting you down for Ohio State. The Sugar Bowl, <laughs> the last one, Texas, Georgia, Georgia minus 13, total 57 and a half. SEC guy, you're up. Uh, you know, honestly, this is a tough game. I think as far as what we saw last, you, you saw Texas kind of get smoked by Oklahoma and Georgia look great against Alabama. You kind of think that Georgia should go out there and blow them off the field. But I, I don't know. I want to be careful, you know, going against Herman and Texas getting a bunch of points. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm going to go with Texas. I just think Georgia taking a step down for playing in the playoff a year prior, playing in this game. I know it's still a New Year's Six game, but I just think coming off kind of that you know, Alabama heartbreaker. I don't know how interested they are, so I'll take Texas plus points. Heartbreaker? What was the fake punt? I still can't figure out what was the fake punt move. It was bad. I mean, I don't know how, like, <sighs> it, it, it's inexcusable. And I'm sure he's going to get destroyed for that for the next, like, ten months. But <laughs> Well, not, a, time, not after they blow Texas long out here. Time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't see – I think Texas will have some success um, scoring points, moving the ball, but I, I just think that it will come. You know, maybe this might be a Texas first half play. Now that we're talking first half, yes, 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 right? They're live, yeah. maybe in the first <laughs> half. It changed but, everything. But, have been changed. Yeah, but overcoming uh, Georgia and maintaining the line is out of control now. I agree. Anything more than ten. <clears throat> Excuse me, you're you're risking a, a little bit more than you, biting off more than you can chew, but I, I can't take Texas in this spot. For me, on the on the sheet, put Georgia minus the points. Uh, I got I got a buddy um, who's a big Oklahoma fan, and he's been talking up the Big Twelve all year, um, just for the fact because he thinks Oklahoma's going to beat Alabama. Uh, so I just told him on the phone, like the, all the all the Big Twelve teams are going to get smoked in the bowl games. <laughs> I didn't care about that conversation anyway, but I think Texas has way more of a chance than what people might think. Um, you know, they're talking about Georgia's uh, heartbreaker, but, um, you know, Texas, I know they're feeling pretty terrible about losing uh, to Oklahoma. You know, surely they wanted to beat them. And, um, you know, in a game like this where they're getting double digits, uh, you know, Georgia's has the skill players to get out in front of anyone in the country, but um, Texas should be able to, you know, stand with them and, and stay within the numbers. So, I think Texas might be pretty good here. All right, gentlemen. Well, that wraps it up. We went uh, at a reasonable pace, I think, even though it went a little long. But So we're not covering um, Eastern Washington, North Dakota State? No. All right. 
Well, I mean, you, you no, got something? Nah, no, I'm probably kidding. I got nothing. Win. I got nothing. <laughs> Where's that game even played? Is that played on a neutral side? Frisco, Texas. You know, the same place we got to watch the that Ohio-San Diego State game tonight. Frisco, Texas. Oh, my God. You got to be kidding me. I think they actually said it during the game. Yeah. I think they said that. And I did not care. Just lay the points with North Dakota State, right? I was it's, hurt. That's a lay Seriously, the points. Uh, I can't argue. I really can't. I figured you might have something there. No, I got nothing. The quarterback's name for North Dakota State is Easton Stick. Come like on. Like a baseball bat. Come on. Can't bet against that guy. Yeah, Easton Stick. That's pretty insane, Winner. Man. Banger. Winner. <laughs> yes. Yes. Man, you cannot dispute this fact. Skill <laughs> shot, boys. <laughs> so All right, we got three. Winner. Both chalks kill, win. Right? Both chalks <laughs> win the playoff games. What's the line in the championship game? Hold on. Oh, the – wait, the – Title game? Yeah. Both chalks win. What's the line? I think it's like four, four and a half. Wow. That low? I think Bama? it's too high right now. Six and a half, seven, whatever they have it in town. Yeah. But um, I don't know. You like a side in that? I don't think Alabama is winning this year. I have Mo, do I you believe think... he just said that? I don't think. No, he's, he's fine. No, he's wrong. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I don't no, know. Maddie thinks he thinks Oklahoma's going to win. I know he does at the bottom of his heart. I know that. No, I don't know. I just am not feeling Bama. I don't know what it is. I think they probably smoke this game and then lose to uh, Clemson. You got uh, a seven. You got a seven or seven and a half ticket already in your pocket, don't you? No, I want it. I, I was looking <laughs> for it. I couldn't find it. Oh man, there's we'll no see. way I don't bet Clemson in the championship. Um, I just I feel like it's got to be done. Um, they got a different dimension this year with Lawrence. They didn't have that. In the mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's what I. Yeah, that's that. I mean, Brian just can't can't throw it. I mean, last year you could see in that playoff game, it, he just he couldn't throw the ball, man. But you know, Lawrence can actually throw, and um, he can give that that defense fits. But yeah, Bama Bama by forty against Oklahoma. I've mean, changed my mind. Now it's you... going to be a blowout. <laughs> late late change. Do you guys feel like if either Oklahoma? Order under Dame pulls an outright upset, or either one of them live to beat the other team that they would play as chalk. Like, I think the only scenario is if if somehow you know maybe Alabama gets through, but you can tell two is not a hundred percent, and they play Notre Dame and they try to roll him out there when he's not a hundred percent, you know somehow. But I I don't know. I guess from probably a math standpoint, it would make more sense to say Oklahoma would beat Clemson. Right, okay. but you but you think in your gut that Notre Dame would be the more live team if they were to beat Clemson? Yeah, I just I don't think uh, Oklahoma. I think Kyler Murray ended up running for his life against that defensive line for Oklahoma, and uh, only way I could maybe see Notre Dame beating Alabama is if Alabama just kind of overlooks them, you know, after you know cruising past Oklahoma. But right, I, I don't know. I don't want to get ahead of myself and start predicting Notre Dame national championship. So. Sure. That's already been said. It's already been said. It's online. You just said it. It sounds wrong. That may get retweeted <laughs> as well. Yeah. If only if Notre Dame wins. Yeah, we'll, only we'll let if you off the Only if only if they win. Yeah. I don't think Notre Dame has a chance in hell of beating Clemson. I, I, I although they will be bet like they will. If Notre Dame wins, I mean um it beating Alabama, I don't think they have a shot in hell. Um, but they will be bet like they could, you know. Yeah. If they yeah, come wanna... and beat Clemson, they will be the popular side, no question. 
Yeah, I just want to make you guys, make the point. If they win that game, their power rating is going to go through the roof. I mean, through the roof. So I don't know. It's probably not going to be as high of a number as people are thinking it is now. So, would you guys be excited to see Bama and Clemson again for the eighty sixth time? Uh, no, if they but it is what it is. I mean, they're two best teams. So, you know, I don't know. I guess yeah, but. <laughs> No, you're going to be excited. Lindy, you don't want more than four teams. Are you an advocate for more than four teams in this Everyone's going to be happy again. Who's that, me? Yeah, you don't want more than four teams in this, do you? Well, no. I mean, I just think that we're – what, are we going to start bending rules for UCF and Ohio State? Because Ohio State got smashed by 30 by Purdue, and they need to be in the game. Like, I don't don't know. I think four is perfect, but it's going to eight, so let's just get it over with. I mean, it's going to happen. What do you think about 16? No, uh, stop. Terrible. Terrible. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I think right, right. on the outside quick. looking in, Shut I'm not big. Quick. I just think it needs to be eight. Yeah. Just, just I think that's already. the right number. Yeah. I just think that's that's really going to change 16 while we're on the air. <laughs> <laughs> I just, but I think, I, you down. know, I mean, I'm for God's kinda, sakes. I'm curious if they, like, do something different with the other eight. I think you got to kind of. It needs to be rearranged because it's they're losing their excitement and their value right now. I think. A lot. So, so they really? really need to they need to do something. I don't know if like split them up into like some kind of like pods or tournament I, or something. Like I don't know, but they it's it's kind of. I feel bad. like the same people. I feel like the same people who cared about bowl games originally still care about bowl games, and the people who never cared still don't care. So it's the sickos. I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> did anybody really watch the Bahamas Bowl before there was a national like four? Like, I don't think so. I mean, that Central Michigan Western game was pretty pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they went for two. Unbelievable. Oh man, here we go. It's all, it always rolls back to that game. I think if they go to uh, eight, they got to give the team uh, the top four teams a home game. That would add a dynamic to it. That would be a lot of fun, honestly. I mean, I'd like that. Dude, yeah, could you imagine, like, like a, a, a home game in Michigan in middle of December? How oh, incredible would that be? Oh, man. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, watch, like, a, like say, like, a, a wild card Auburn or Georgia have to go play at Michigan. be unbelievable. Right. See, that'd be great. Yeah. See, that that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. That's yeah. that's why we need it. They're going to do it. Sounds it's like, sounds it like it'll generate money. Uh, yeah, right. I think that's a good yeah. idea for any, any like coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Bottom All right, line. gentlemen. Well, I think we should wrap it for the night. But uh, I'd like to thank our, our boy Lindy Train for being on the show. Woo! Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's fun talking. For sure. No and, doubt. Uh, no doubt. For Mo and Big Dave, I'm signing it off for cash considerations. Penn State. <laughs>